It is a technological world, and he is on the West Coast and uh, is one of the smartest cats I've ever met. Blaine Kylo is here. Blaine, we are uh, talking about books, and I know you're not prepared for this at all, but a question that I have for you is what is one book? It could be for both uh, that I should read or Ryan should read or both of us should read or the shift heads should read. What's one book for you that that we should read? Um, I'm going to give you five books. Five? Holy and cow, I need a notepad. Well, hang on a second. I got to write this down. Mary Stewart's Arthurian series is one of the best tellings of the Arthurian myth that you'll ever get. Still writing. Yeah, Mary Stewart. And if you want something a little younger, the Dark is Rising series is another five-book cycle that also deals with the Arthurian myth. And okay. it's also quite good. It's it's more of a YA thing. I used to, I, I worked in book publishing. I still do books. So books are my mm -hmm. thing. You can always ask me about books. Love that. Okay, cool. So um, the uh, the world of the books, uh, we are excited to talk more about it and, uh, and to share more things. So if you did not catch the conversation with Reed Moon from Moon's Books, then uh, make sure you catch the podcast, okay? Because it will be there as well. Now, in the spirit of all things technological world and Blaine Kylo, you are more than welcome to read your book on a digital reader. See what I did there? Huh? <laughs> very nice. Um, very nice. And uh, let's get started because Activision, one of the old school, the OGs, the GOATs of video games, um, they've got a new boss. Well, maybe they've got a new boss. This is something that's been swirling around for a few months now. Microsoft made a bid to purchase Activision Blizzard, which also includes one of the biggest um, mobile developers around in um, King that does the Candy Crush series. Um, because Microsoft is trying to expand its stable of developers that make games. And this is a pretty big acquisition. And so around the world, um, governments and agencies have been investigating um, from a couple of different angles, but primarily from the monopoly angle. And a big deal in the US just last week was the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission in the US actually um, sued to block this acquisition. And because it was going to take a long time for the, all of the legal stuff to happen, they actually wanted an injunction to, to put a stop to the acquisition, which is the deadline for the acquisition to close, I think is June, July 28th. It's this month. Um, and so the FTC wanted to block that date and so a week's worth of debate and argument in front of a judge in California. And on Monday, the judge said, FTC, you have not proven your case that the acquisition of Activision by Microsoft will be damaging to gamers, to players, to consumers. Um, it's pretty clear that Sony's not very happy about this acquisition. Um, Activision is the creator, developer, publisher of Call of Duty, which is arguably the biggest game franchise in the world. And the concern is from Sony, if Microsoft's going to own that, how are 
PlayStation player is going to be playing Call of Duty. So despite the fact that Microsoft has said all along, we're going to keep it on PlayStation. We will continue to produce it and develop it for that platform. And we're also going to put it on Nintendo Switch and all of the other platforms. That wasn't enough for the FTC. It wasn't enough for Sony. So on Monday, the judge came up with the decision that the FTC did not prove its case. There was no injunction, which cleared the way for Microsoft to acquire Activision this month. A couple of hours ago, the FTC decided that they were going to appeal that decision. So now things are kind of up in the air again. And there's some wondering that maybe the FTC is just trying to put enough wrinkles into things that Microsoft and Activision are going to walk away from the deal. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that there's great appetite between these two companies for this to happen. I think arguably it's probably going to be good for the industry in the end, but there's still a few more days and probably a few more decisions before we're going to find out what's really going on here. Interesting. Um, okay. Well, there's something that's got, you know, kind of where there's smoke, there's fire going on because clearly somebody finds this thorny, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Fascinating. Do you think it'll it's, go through? It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a matter of who's, who's, who's being harmed. And that's what the judge kept asking the FTC. Just because Sony's not happy about it, that's not an anti-monopoly decision. Mm-hmm. It's consumers. The FTC is there to protect consumers. It's not there to protect corporations. Right. Right. Yeah, just because you didn't get there first doesn't mean you can stop it for whatever reason. And right? and, and Sony has a great reputation of um, paying developers and publishers for exclusive access to things. And one of the things that um, Microsoft did here is they 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 actually heard that Activision um, might be signing a deal to keep Call of Duty only on PlayStation, and so acquiring Activision was one way that Microsoft could make sure that that game was going to oh. end up on the Xbox. So yes, yeah, some some interesting business dealings going on in the gaming space these days. Follow the money. Follow mm-hmm. the money. Always good advice. Always good advice. Okay, Blaine Kylo is here. Solocore.com, S-O-L-O-C-O-R-P-S.com if you want to do that. Um, you ready to hit this clip to start here, Blainer, for the next one? Yeah? Yeah, let's set this up. This is a great game. Let's find out what it's about. The target is Colonel Peter Conrad. He was one of ours before he went rogue. We intercepted comms chatter referring to neurosynaptic tech, but they've gone dark. I don't have to remind you what's at stake here. We need that intel by any means necessary. He's connected to a mind synchronization device. This is cutting edge interrogation tech. We're out of time and out of options. We've got to go in. All right, so what did we just listen to? Well, we're going in, aren't we? Um, that is the voice of one of the best actors in video games. That's Jennifer Hale. Um, pitch perfect here. Kind of weighty, but not too serious. You can kind of hear it there. And she's setting up this high concept, which is pretty high concept for a, a virtual reality game. This is something that's available on the PSVR 2. You're entering the mind of this Colonel Conrad 
And when you get in there, you realize that he actually knows that you're in his mind and he starts using his mind to attack you. And so that sets up the environment in which you're in this shooter environment in VR. So you can see your hands, you can see the environment, you've got weapons available to you. And your whole goal here is to survive and get as far into the mind of this guy as you possibly can. And as you do that, um, you're going to pick up a whole bunch of different things. So when you get to the end of a level, you get to choose an upgrade and there's different configurations of upgrades and different weapons that you can get. Some upgrades are permanent, like the upgrade for telepathy, which then opens up the ability to pick up objects and throw them at people or pick up people and throw them around. Synapse is a robust, really energetic shooter in a virtual reality environment. And if you play it the way it's supposed to be played, you're going to be sweating when you're done because you're moving around a lot here. Lots of opportunity to return to this game, to explore the different configurations of upgrades, and also to find out what's really going on in the mind of Colonel Conrad. Every time you play through, you get a little more of that story exposed to you. And by the time you get to the end, you're going to find out that things weren't necessarily what they seemed. Ooh, I like those. This like is a ones. super fun game. Super right, fun. and challenge the reality of it all. Cool stuff. I like the stories. This is the one thing that I find really fascinating about games today is that it has become the choose-your-own-adventure of movies. And I think that's a, a nice, simplistic way to look at some of these for people who don't play games I like that. I, I, I definitely play games for stories. Not all games have the same kind of narrative. Like Fortnite is not really a narrative game. There are stories there that players are creating for themselves and including themselves, but not the same kind of narratives that are being fed to us that our generation tends to prefer. All right, technology is another thing that we chat about here on the technological world beyond the gaming, of course. Uh, we're going into some hardware uh, advice you have for everyone. Yeah, there's a real nice new keyboard from Kensington. It's a, a wireless keyboard, which is great. It's a mechanical keyboard, which is great because mechanical keyboards are much more appealing to type on. They're longer lasting. One of the problems with mechanical keyboards is those are the things that are really loud. So if you're in an office environment and you're hearing that clickety clackety sound all the time, it's likely a mechanical keyboard making that sound. The MK7500F quiet type though from Kensington is actually up to 15 decibels quieter because of the way that Kensington designed the keys. So it gives you all of the functionality of the mechanical keyboard with not all of the noise. It can connect up to five devices at a time, three Bluetooth devices, so you can have it connected to different computers if you need to. Um, you can also, there are, there are keys that are pre-programmed, so for all the video conferencing that we're doing, you can answer, hang up, toggle your audio and video with keys right on the keyboard. Pretty nice little keyboard, especially for those office environments. Uh, one thing that I just started doing, I kind of, I guess, assumed it was an old key set function keys on my Mac keyboard was for, I used to use it for CDs, right? You put a CD in, play, pause, whatever. Works with Spotify. Did not know that. And uh, all, how convenient all is that when you're like, you can yeah, configure like, those keys to do. And it's just so simple, right? And I'm, I'm like, I'm listening to the song and I'm like, eh, I don't feel like listening to REO Speedwagon at the moment, skip. And I don't have to open the window, click the thing, whatever, you know? 
As simple as that can't is, fight, I just found can't fight yeah. this feeling though. Shane. I couldn't, I couldn't fight the the song anymore. I had to let it go. <laughs> it's a great song, by the way. Um, okay, speaking of uh, all things online, LinkedIn, which is uh, fantastic. Which I was just looking at your LinkedIn profile, by the way. I was just checking that out. Um, I don't know why it occurred to me, but I was looking at it, and then I realized, oh yeah, we're talking about LinkedIn. So, what kind of trouble have you caused on LinkedIn that's getting them sued? Yeah, it's not me. It's uh, anybody, actually. If you're in BC, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, or Newfoundland and Labrador, and you used LinkedIn between 2011 and May 22nd of this year, you are impacted by a class action settlement with the LinkedIn Corporation. Um, the argument is that LinkedIn actually breached the privacy laws of people living in those provinces by using without consent their names, their portraits, and their likenesses. So this is a settlement. LinkedIn denies any wrongdoing. They are not admitting liability, wrongdoing, or fault, but they have agreed to a payment of 510,000 Canadian dollars that will release them from any claims. Now, if you're living in one of those provinces, you're not getting any money from this. The lawyers are getting paid and there will be a hearing to make sure that the amount that they get paid is approved by the courts. And the balance is gonna be donated to the Law Foundation of British Columbia. This is something that's quite typical. It's not a huge amount of money. Trying to figure out who it would go to is really tricky. So instead, it's a Cypre donation. It's a, that's a legal term. If you wanna understand what it is, the link to the Wikipedia explanation is at my website. But really it means we can't figure out who's gonna get the money, so we're gonna donate it to the Law Foundation so that they can continue doing really good law work. Um, now you can opt out of this if you want, you can object to the settlement if you want instructions mm -hmm. on how to do that are available online. Uh, you just have to contact the firm that has conducted the class action settlement. All that information is at my website. Love it. Solocore.com. Check it out. Blaine Kylo. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We'll see you in a week. <laughs>